0: This is Bill Peters, Podcastle's forum moderator since, well, Podcastle, and Escape Pod's assistant to the regional manager, where you'll hear me doing the feedback segments at the end of the episodes. Merlin, the British TV series by the BBC, has had its ups and downs, but at its best it can be one of those rare shows where the scenes can be allowed to go quiet and be carried by the acting and not the music. It's what separates it from its American counterpart, Smallville. Both series are centered around the young life of one of their country's great heroes, though obviously one of the supermortals is of a much more recent vintage. Both shows share their basic conceit of, here they are, young. And there's a certain amount of gimmicky, you all know how this is going to turn out, but they don't, and we'll make it so it takes forever for them to find out. While this has gotten to be somewhat of a crime against the viewer for Smallville, nine effing seasons and still no cape, Merlin's shorter seasons and better and far more even writing and acting show how the young insert name of character genre should be written. Though, you know, I'm not sure anything will surpass young Frankenstein in that category. And, you know, it's worth a moment to say why that is. The problem with the young versions of well-known heroes is that Harry Potter aside, they're usually well into their adulthood before they're called up to defeat the evil empire or try to cut off the weird green guy's head. So for the most part, unless the shows are willing to move the great events forward in the lifetime of the hero, they have to turn the circle of the hero's journey into more of a figure eight or reinvent ways to pull the character back to an even more primitive state so that he can progress to the level of doneness that we find him at in the beginning of their journeys. In a lot of ways Merlin is a good character to create a young version of because of the advanced age and mythical powers he's possessing when we normally see him but this show clearly decided they needed a fair bit of the rest of Camelot there along with him to carry the series instead of having it just be merlin bopping about on his own and creating a slightly more original mythos for the character to be in though there is not a short supply of novels that have taken that tack with merlin the show transmogrifies a fair bit of the common backstory keeping most of the basic setting and structure and then changing the characters for example, Guinevere is reduced in station to a serving maid of Morgan Le Fay and is played by Angel Coolby, who is of mixed race. And Merlin, played by Colin Morgan, and Arthur, Bradley James, are nearly identical in age, which is actually a fairly radical change to the story, as it removes Merlin from his mentor role in the mythos and even places the slightly more worldly Arthur in that role for Merlin the show has monster of the week tendencies set against the slow discovery and growth of merlin's magic and the unkindly reign of uther pendragon played by anthony head who has made it his life's goal to wipe out magic in the kingdom an initiative which given the weekly monsters doesn't appear to be going so well the show models the persecution of magic on the persecution of minority religions though religion is otherwise largely, and oddly, missing from the show. The show does not shy away from calling magic the old religion, but the implied Christianity of Uther and Camelot is largely, or entirely, unseen. The story also awkwardly deals with the inclusion of characters like Lancelot and Mordred, shifting their place in the mythos in ways that seemed confused and imprecise rather than anything else. Mordred is an angelic preteen, which, given that Dante reserved a spot in the nice circle of hell for that character, makes it seem like they're trying a bit too hard to make the point that great evil can come from anywhere. Merlin, the show, succeeds in what it sets out to do, but it's easy to see where they could have pushed further off the beaten path for Arthurian legends. With the titular character inhabiting a more traditionally sidekick role instead of as the official hero, the Biebs given us a new, if at times frustrating, take on ground that is at least not so recently well-trod as, say, Robin Hood.